News Talk 98.9, the roar of Memphis. Tool Talk Radio with Joe and Alan. Welcome to Tool Talk Radio, coming to you from the Brown Refrigeration Studios. I'm Joe Thorson with Thor's Hammer, Carpentry and Wood Turning. I'm Alan Gilbreth with DarkOakMedia.com. And we got our buddy Max over there behind the glass. You can call or text us at the Big M Roofing and Remodeling Hotline at 901-683-0989. And of course, we invite you to go to the Tool Talk Radio Facebook page, where I've already uh, just posted the uh, must-have item of the oh, week. Oh, excellent. Uh, I did it like 20 seconds before the show started, Alan. But hey, I got it done. You know, it's... So if you uh, if you can't stand uh, waiting and you got to know what it is, check it out over there at the Tool Talk Radio uh, Facebook page. Well, Alan, uh, we've got sort of a wide ranging uh, theme of topics today. Okay. You know who? You know, uh, it, it occurred to me we don't talk enough about renters. Renters' needs. They're you know they they deal with home improvement as well. It's a uh, different type of home improvement. That is a big part of the market, also. Yeah, so we we feel like it, it behooves us to uh, to acknowledge mm, okay. that we have we're gonna we're gonna talk about renters' priorities. You could say, and and then some of the things that uh, to to empower them, I suppose you could say. So inform uh, them of what they're getting into. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, as I say, we have our must-have item of the week. We have. Um, <laughs> Critter Wars is interesting, Alan. I like your tagline, flammables in the AC. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Once again, sounding like the theme of a country music song. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is Critter Wars, Joe. Um, so. Another thing we're going to introduce, and uh, in full disclosure, we're, we're, we're totally stealing this from our buddy uh, Brandon Olmsted over at Geek Tank Radio. Bad homeowner confessions. Mm. We uh, This is a therapeutic service we're offering here. <laughs> Let's face it, it's also an opportunity to uh, ridicule people for, for our sure, amusement. For fun, fun and profit. Yeah. We've all we've all failed at times to, in our home improvement or in our work, you know, just, just working with tools incorrectly. Mm. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're going to showcase that. And, we, mm. and that's going to involve listener participation. So we'll get to that. You didn't have a camera up in my garage this no. week. Okay, just, just, just asking. So. And we've got some other things that we're not going to bother teasing because who cares? We'll, we'll get to it we'll when get we get to, to it. it. So it's all coming at you today on Tool Talk Radio. But before we get to any of that. And now, Tool Talk Radio's weekly salute. Wheels can be both physical or symbolic. Not my strongest opening sentence, Mm -hmm. Alan, anyway. The creative wheels in the mind of the famous cartoonist Jack Kirby were constantly turning, uh, turning, inspiring him to create the designs and plot the stories for such timeless characters as the Hulk, the Fantastic Four, the Black Panther, and Thor. Hot Wheels Mm -hmm. are one of the finest toy lines ever made, both for children and collectors. Max, the producer, has observed that the clock wheel in the production booth often feels as if it's traveling at a third of its normal speed every Saturday during the hours of 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. and 12 noon to 1 p.m. Or sometimes it travels backwards. Yeah. (laughs) That's a very uh, coincidental uh, occurrence, Alan. And, of course, on one noteworthy occasion, when Alan Gilbreth was being chased through the streets of New York by a group of enforcers from an international underground baking syndicate in an effort <laughs> in an effort to force him to surrender the recipe for his famous diced platypus souffle eventually <laughs> cornering Alan in a dark alleyway however just as all hope seemed to be lost Alan quickly pulled out a pillowcase with a 10 pound wheel of cheese at the bottom from inside of his backpack which he always carried whenever visiting the Big Apple for just such occasions, and 
wielding this rudimentary bludgeon like a pair of nunchucks and with an artistry that would have made Bruce Lee proud, quickly dispatched the thugs, leaving them a crumpled mass on the alleyway floor, his recipe still intact, and observing as he exited the alley, truly the cheese stands alone. <laughs> hey, I, now you don't have to grade it later. Huh? <laughs> you travel in weird circles, man. <laughs> Uh, what, did the FAA, what did the FAA think of you traveling with that big thing of cheese? Yeah. Uh, well, you know, you know, it's, it was aged. It was, never, it, was, it was old enough. I'll never understand this man. Yes, when the wheels are in motion, exciting things Boy. can happen. And sometimes even sparks can fly. Mm. And this especially holds true when it comes to sharpening metal. There's that left turn again, Alan. Mm -hmm. For millennia, numerous methods have been developed for keeping our blades sharp. And one of the most efficient tools for this, for doing this, utilizes the power of a spinning wheel. My friends, we give you the grinding wheel. Yeah. A little clumsy on the end, but whatever. Uh, Alan, uh, the, the wheel of cheese really threw me at. So I, you know, uh, but you it, get that stuff hard enough, you can grind stuff with it. Oh yeah, no, let me tell you. Yeah, but Alan, uh, the grinding <laughs> wheel was one that I sort of started to research, and then I kind of gave up because I don't know that. <laughs> Well, I mean, it's another one of these non-definitive ones. I, I have to believe it goes way back. I feel like the bigger issue is what were they making these grinding wheels out of? If you don't know, folks, obviously a grinding wheel is a, uh, you know, it spins and it's usually a, uh, what kind of, it's not pumice because that's too soft, right? Is uh, it, uh, actually, pumice has been used many, many times. Okay. Of You get into a lot of, today you get into a lot of aluminums. Aluminum, aluminum, little particles. Um, Are you talking about it mixed in with the stone? Because it's it's it. <clears throat> when I look at a grinding wheel, Alan, it's very porous. Right. I have to feel like it's it's almost like a, is it cast or something? I honestly don't know how they're made. I mean, they're like well, a, <sighs> we <laughs> boy, did you open a big one with this one? Yeah. Of all right, anytime you start talking about an abrasive, you're not necessarily talking about something harder than something else. Just something with the ability to grade against it. Right. So limestone has been used. Uh, we can get into whetstones. We can get into uh, one of the big things early on was sandstone. Oh, just just yeah. plain old sandstone, the rock. They'd go heave a big chunk of that out of there and make a grinding wheel out of it. Uh, but now, as we've uh, grown with the aggregates, the different things that make up like sandpapers and grinding wheels have a lot to do up to and including diamond dust with oh, what you're yeah. trying to sharpen or grind. Well, what's interesting about this, and, and I kind of wanted to carry this over to the next segment, Alan, is because the grinding wheel, for one thing, folks, you should have one. They're really fun. And oh. they don't don't use them near a gas can or something because no. they do give off sparks. But uh, what's interesting, Alan, is if you were to take a piece, if you took a sword and you smacked it against, a, you know, the grinding wheel, it might even break it. However, when you turn the tables and spin the wheel, mm -hmm. it, it's interesting how materials can react against each other. And, you know, like you said, the the, the, the stone itself is probably softer. So we're going to talk about that, how how materials intersect just for kicks. So You just keep opening up like a bunch of mother-in-law jokes when you talk about this sort of grinding wheel stuff. <laughs> oh, okay. I wouldn't even think of that way. Max is a little young for the mother-in-law stuff. But all right. Anyway, we'll, we'll do that. But a big hats off to the uh, grinding wheel, our salute of the week. You're listening to Tool Talk Radio here on News Talk 98.9 The Roar of Memphis. We'll be right back.
Tool Talk Radio with Joe and Alan. I've been going door to door looking for fire hazards. Mind if I give your place a little inspection? News Talk 98.9, the roar of Memphis. Yeah, <laughs> we're going to need to do that too, Alan. Uh, we're about to give out some real uh, dicey information. <clears throat> I mean, the fire hazard is if you use that um, a grinding stone incorrectly. Uh, Absolutely. Anyway, um, welcome back to uh, Tool Talk Radio coming to you from the Brown Refrigeration Studios. I'm Joe Thorderson with Thor's Hammer, Carpentry and Wood Turning, here with my buddy Alan Gilbert from darkoakmedia.com and our pal Max behind the glass. You can call or text us at the Big M Roofing and Remodeling Hotline at 901-683-0989. And, of course, we invite you to go to the Tool Talk Radio Facebook page and uh, give us a like and uh, check out all the action over there. And, uh, you know, you can even see the must-have item of the week. And uh, we there's some videos we've posted. I went ahead and posted again, Alan, that Rube Goldberg uh, masterpiece. We posted that story about a year ago, <laughs> if you remember that kid that uh, – it t- I mean, it went through his whole backyard. He, he it took was, over the neighborhood. It was, it was great. Awesome. It, it's one of the greatest triumphs in uh, in engineering I've ever seen. So go to uh, the Tool Talk Radio Facebook page and check that out. So in a minute, Alan, I you know we sort of <laughs> it's funny we're sitting here celebrating the grinding wheel mm-hmm. today, and we um, we sort of hopscotched over the safety issue. So before we get into more of a discussion about that. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna at least discuss the safety issues involved with with the grinding wheel. Before we get to that, though, Alan, you know who is always conscientious about safety? Uh, <laughs> Not bad. Okay, go okay. for it. <laughs> uh, I've, I've done worse. Is our good buddy Jay Hill with Big M Roofing mm, and Remodeling? Mm-hmm. Well, he has to be, Alan. I mean, he's got guys up on the roof. He's got you know they're ripping shingles off. They're replacing. They're adding roofing systems. They're they're taking care of business, and then of course all their remodeling work. So, but um. Among other things, Jay Hill is a GAF Master Elite Installer. He's a five-star uh, accredited um, installer with the Better Business Bureau, good housekeeping. He's, he's his, his credentials are there. Oh, yeah. But also, he is a dynamic personality. In addition, well, he, I mean, let's face it, you've seen him on a job site, Alan. Oh, it's, I've, I've been present. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I will throw in the impressive use of tarps. Oh yeah, very. They, I, you know this. This is one of these things you always admire. People that are really good at what they do. Yeah. And the crew rolls up, and within minutes, your entire house is yeah tarped, ready to go, and windows are protected. Oh my gosh! Yeah. That they they move with a mission with the with this crew. Absolutely. You know what else Jay is good at? He keeps his crew hydrated. That's a that's important. Yeah. Especially you get into the summer. Oh, but anyway, yes, we got hot. But Jay is also a uh, he's also a former insurance agent who who knows the process. If if your roof, it may be that your roof needs uh, needs to make you need to make a claim with the, mm. with your homeowner's insurance. You may this thing may be covered by your homeowner's insurance, but that is a process. It's something that you need to navigate with an expert. And Jay Hill, uh, that's what he's good at. That's his that's his specialty. So you're basically getting free consultations out of that and and you're getting a somebody to represent you during the process and he honestly makes it a lot of fun too i mean i, I never thought replacing our roof would be fun but it really was so mm. and it gives you that peace of mind every time it rains i just uh stand in the back window with my hands on my hips laughing <laughs> at the skies going <laughs> you know bring bring your worst as opposed to the last 20 <laughs> last 20 years of your life as you went 
just going, all right. Does oh anybody see any water? Does exactly. anybody see any water? Yeah. But give uh, if you want to if you want to have that exhilaration, give Jay Hill a call. You can call him directly at 901-484-5645 or go to bigmroofingandremodeling.com. Well, Alan, uh, we were talking, you know, off the air, you mentioned something about the primitive nature of uh, grinding and, right, and right. sharpening. And, uh, but let's start with the grinding wheel because we should talk about the safety. First of all, I'm a big fan of the grinding wheel. It's inexpensive. You can get mm -hmm. them for less than 100 bucks. It comes with two stones. Right. It spins, and it's very practical. However, one thing. let me start with my safety tip. When you're grinding something like, I don't know, maybe you've got an axe that you cut, chop right. wood with or something. Um, this is something you don't think about in a normal tool, but this the, the, the material you're working with gets hot. So keep like a bucket of water or something handy because you don't want that thing to get red hot. And uh, then you grab it, and plus it doesn't sharpen correctly. So you're going to be dipping it into water, which itself is kind of cool. It takes you back, like, makes you feel like you're on the Lord of the Rings or you're something. When you're that yeah. hiss as it hits that water. Yeah. But, uh, but, but also, it's going to kick out sparks. Now, those sparks are more or less, you know, if they hit your pants, they're probably pretty harmless. However, if they hit that can of gasoline two feet away, that's mm. why you work in a secured area away from, you know, that type of thing. Well, this you is never where know, a little though, it could piece of hardy else. board. Yeah. This is where a little piece of hardy board comes in handy. Okay. Of, if you're going to be grinding, of, for those of you not familiar, hardy board is basically a concrete product designed to look like uh, a board. Yeah, it's like three feet by four feet or something like that, yeah, or two feet. You know, a, a decent sized piece of that, set the grind, you know, grind over that, and now you have something that is not flammable. Right. Because they no. kind of hit the ground, they bounce. It looks cool, though. It does. Oh, yeah. You it, get them sparks flying, you're, yeah. you're good. And definitely wear eye protection, of course. Yeah, well, so, yeah, eye your eye eyes protection will not like always. This. Yeah. Uh, so the grinding wheel itself is, uh, we're, we're going to go back. I'm going to go, all right. The grinding wheel is the out, the out, come of the word sanding okay because the idea is the faster you can move something yeah the the more work you're getting done and i always love to go all right and why do we call it sanding because we started out using what sand yeah there you go give it a good sand scrub so that before is they so before they had a, so if you had a piece of wood or a table or something before they had actual sandpaper, they must have just rubbed sand on it, right? Yeah, you got, or, you got sand. You you kind of got it stuck to the leather and you rubbed it back and forth. That or makes sense. Yeah, you, you got a. Uh, then we started using shark skins. Oh, really? And yeah, yeah. Cause now, the, how does a how does the average Roman citizen get himself a shark skin? But uh, you went down to the docks and you saw the fishermen and you you bought a shark skin. Okay. Well, at least they're using the whole shark, I suppose. Oh, I, I they hate, didn't waste I hate anything. mutilating a shark. But, no, well, okay. I, just yeah. pointing out that you, you're you're too kind of like a grinding wheel, so you had to have a material hardy enough, and the denticles on a shark skin would do some pretty good damage to oh, yeah. stuff as it smooth. went through. Yeah. And then we wind up to the little peddler with his grinding wheel. Right. And that is where we really get into the industrial modern era because... Your blacksmith could make you a pair of scissors, or you could go get a good knife. Mm -hmm. Now, this is this is all before you ran down to the local corner store. You're talking you know, like you, the 1600s, or yeah, maybe well, even you, your peddler's wagon would come by, and you know the peddler that sold pots and pans sold them. You had a peddler that sold knives, and you had a peddler that came by that 
sharpened stuff. Can I say something, Alan? Absolutely. I don't want to step on your toes here, but you 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 made me think of something because there's a big shout out to uh, all my fellow uh, citizens of Glen Ellen, Illinois, the village of Glen Ellen, Illinois. Mm, okay. Very charming place. They still to this day have a guy that comes through town and he's got a little car. It's almost like a hot dog cart. Yes. And he sharpens your scissors or your or your knives or your yes. whatever. And this guy's just, he's got a line of people. They always line up and it's pretty cool. It's like very classic looking, but he's got the, he's got it down to a science and he gets them nice and sharp. So and, it's mm. amazing that they're still doing that. So what well, a professional sharpener, the person that's got, we're going to say the touch, right? It, it, it's a touch exactly. and it is a very light touch. It has all to do with the angles mm -hmm. and you can grind. Honestly, you can grind anything. Of I've used grinding wheels to do everything from sharpening a tool to shaping ceramics. Yeah. Uh, uh, full disclosure, though, folks, I hate to admit this on the air. Maybe this will be under the term of a bad uh, tool <laughs> confession or something. But, Alan, I'm not going to pretend that I haven't once or twice used wood on there. Yeah. However, it's a huge mistake because what happens, people, is it fills in the pores and it, turn, it turns it like black. And then it's like it... it it doesn't work. You have to actually grind off the part, you know, all that sap that burned in there. And it's not a good idea. Don't use wood on a grinding wheel. It's I, it's bad. I've, I've used it, it to, I've used it to of clean up, not necessarily remove material, but I've used it to very rapidly just clean an edge. Yeah. Just knock something, something like that. Off, but yeah. of, I don't think I would try to use a grinding wheel as, as a material removal. For yeah. wood, no, no, because you're gonna, you're, you're basically just gonna catch it on fire. Yeah. Of, so we, you know, we have so many different ideas behind grinding wheels. Now, a grinding wheel, by its very nature, is a consumable. Uh, it is designed I know mean, to be me. used up. Right. Because as you use it, it's yeah. losing material. Right. So don't those sparks. Uh, every time a spark comes off, it's that's a little part of the material and the metal, it, right? It is. It okay. is. And there's also a lot of very fine particulate, very fine dust that are created by this. So if your lungs are sensitive, you know, guys, there's another use for your mask. That's uh, true, not a you'll bad smell thing. It. Yeah. Not a bad thing to wear around these. Mm -hmm. Now the other thing to remember is don't freak out when you see all the little bit of dirt around where you've been grinding because that is from the grinding wheel. It's you're using it up. It's not designed to be there forever. Yeah. Those are the particulates. So just kind of be there and buy the grinding wheel based on the job you're doing. Grinding wheels come in kind of a soft medium and super hard. And well, they vary in price accordingly. Well, at your big box store, folks, you'll notice that uh, the, that's the one I recommend. Usually, these grinding wheels come in sets of two. Right. And you, I mean, you get I mean, a, it's, you get a it's fine got two and wheels. On, right. Right. And that's that's for a reason. So make sure you know which one to use for your thing. But uh, uh, and also, it's not about it's not always about making it the sharpest angle because sometimes if you sharpen a, um, I'm mostly thinking of tools because I, I think sharpening a knife is it. There's a different tool that you're going to want to use for that. I Just would like, really rather use a whetstone than a grinder. Right. But. A grinding wheel takes too much material off. But if you're making, if you're sharpening like your axe or something, doesn't necessarily mean you want it like razor sharp because you that's not a literal really axe to grind. Yeah, because <laughs> the first couple swings it'll be great, and then it's going to dull immediately, then, and it's going to bend the you know. So you it's really the just right getting the right edge. edge. So Correct. yeah, do a little research. Maybe go uh, go watch uh, Forge and Fire or something. Oh, I don't know. oh <laughs> that's that's way too much fun. 
anyway. Uh, so generally what you're going to buy at the big box store is an aluminum oxide grinder, and it does a great job. Okay, cool. All right. Uh, we'll probably wrap up our thoughts on that. But, Alan, it's time to, uh, speaking of uh, speaking of things to think about, flammables in the AC, oh, yeah. among other things. And that that's part of our Critter Wars. So uh, we're going to bring that to you next here on Tool Talk Radio at News Talk 98.9 The Roar Memphis. We'll be right back. Tool Talk Radio with Joe and Alan. Now, this is the forklift. You need, you need a license to operate this machine. That means the upstairs office workers can't drive it. Quiz, Mike, should you drive the forklift? I can and I have. No. News Talk 98.9, the roar of Memphis. Now, you can't beat fun on the old forklift, Alan. I have my license. Oh, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, welcome back to uh, Tool Talk Radio, coming to you from the Brown Refrigeration Studios. I'm Joe Thorderson with Thor's Hammer, Carpentry, and Wood Turning, here with my buddy Alan Gilbreth from darkoakmedia.com and our pal Max behind the glass. You can call or text us at the Big M Roofing and Remodeling Hotline at 901-683-0989. And, of course, we invite you to go to the uh, Tool Talk Radio Facebook page and give us a like and uh, check out all the action over there. And, Alan, uh, I do encourage people to uh, get on the line or at least text us because coming up in the next hour, we've got a new segment, and uh, we're lifting it basically from Geek Tank Radio. <laughs> Our buddy Brandon, you know, he came up with this thing called Bad Geek Confessions where you confess to how you failed as a geek. Well, you know, let's face it. We've all failed in the workshop. We've failed as homeowners. We've all done things that really, you know, we shouldn't have done. And there's a therapeutic benefit to uh, <laughs> confessing that in front of uh, thousands of listeners. Also, it gives us material that we can ridicule and, oh, you yeah, know, entertain. Yeah. And, it, and yeah. it's... You know, it's 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 all good, clean fun. So well, yeah. Text it in and throw your friends under the bus. We'll Absolutely, be happy to do it. For yeah, you. Not, yeah. That's the other thing. If you want to ridicule your spouse or somebody that you know, we we won't name names, but uh, that's... we actually have somebody on the line. Okay, cool. Well, Isn't we'll get it? to them in it. We'll get to them in a minute, Max. Just stand by. But uh, before we get to that, Alan, you know who I, we will never ridicule. Apart from the only thing I'll really ridicule about this man is he just he has no geek blood in him. You can't have a good discussion with him about Star Wars or Star Trek or Batman. And that's uh, our buddy Larry Brown from Brown Refrigeration. He's too focused. He is mm. focused on his craft, which is your HVAC needs, your smart home needs, your clean air needs. That's his that's what he does. So that's his wheelhouse. It's a uh, it's it's a lot of fun working with Larry Brown. You just feel like you're in capable hands. They got a great culture over there at Brown mm, Refrigeration, do. and they've got it, which results in um, he really attracts probably the best talent. You know, he's got all his engineers and his techs are. I mean, you deal with them on a regular oh, basis, yes. Alan. Very, very well defined, well oiled machine over there. Absolutely they great. They have a great, uh, great attitude. Yeah, and they and they <laughs> they they've seen it all. They're very creative too, because they're going to have to be creative at my house, Alan. They're they're if as you know. Uh, <laughs> If you've been listening, we're finally going to get with the 21st century and update our HVAC system. And Larry's been making visits to my house, mm. and uh, our house has got unusual challenges that he's going to have to overcome. But but we have full confidence, and uh, we'll keep you posted on that. But uh, if you have any HVAC needs, or if you just need a tune-up uh, on your HVAC system, or if you need to clean the air in your home with their wonderful Remy Halo systems, oh, yeah. using the UV power of the sun to clean the air, Try that or the smart home technology. They do it all at Brown Refrigeration, and they, they do it. Uh, they're just classy people over there. Get in touch with them directly at 901-362-1881 or go to brownref.com. 
Well, uh, we've got a uh, we've got a situation here, Alan, uh, with our critter wars. Max, uh, ask our caller to hold on the line for just a second because we we um, we really need to get to this. We, okay. we teased this uh, earlier, and uh, it's time to unpack it. That's the most foul, cruel, and bad-tempered rodent you ever set eyes on. I just wanted a hug. Oh, rats in the kitchen, just like that delightful movie I taped in the theater. <laughs> yeah, Max is really enjoying this. So, Alan, this one, I think, uh, you know, I think Larry Brown can relate to this one, right? Oh, my Flammables gosh. in the AC, and it's not just the AC, but let's talk about, explain oh. what you mean, sir. Well, all right. I've had, I've discovered we, we are having a little bit of a cool and wet spring. Yeah, it yeah, doesn't feel like April right now. We're, we're not chilly. we're not cranking those eighty degree heats and all that yet. It's yeah. been rather chilly here in the mid south, and I think that has affected the birds and their nesting just a little bit because they're going for the extra fluffy. <laughs> and I'm just I am discovering everywhere, you know, the birds are trying to nest. They're trying to get their little. There's they're trying to find little nooks and crevices everywhere. And especially if you have a larger air conditioner unit mm -hmm. where the hoses come down and out, uh, for some reason, things are trying to build nests there this well, year. Well, if you think about it, Alan, it, it, those little nooks and crannies, it's already pre-framed for them. All it they're is. doing is laying in the, uh, the, the, <laughs> the cushioning, and it's already put together, you know, it's so like it makes a lot of sense. The floor is already in. All right. you got to do is start building the nest. <laughs> so, you know, and I'm finding a lot... The thing he's getting me is I'm finding a lot of like house lint. Oh yeah, which is exceedingly flammable. Yeah, and of course, birds and animals don't get human stuff. They don't understand that that's 110 or 208 volts. Or, right. They don't understand that. They just understood. Hey, look, there's a hole and it's warm. Right. So yeah, right now is a really good time to walk around the house. And see who's trying to move in with you, where they're moving in, and what they're moving in with. Well, I'm glad you mentioned, too, the uh, dryer lint and stuff. Because depending on how, you know, for one thing, folks, please clean that out. I know people that don't don't think about that. It, it accumulates. It blows out into their yard and stuff. Oh, yeah. But, man, that is prime building material. Like you said, birds and squirrels, yes. they love that stuff. That's like, I mean, that's like us going to the, the high-end big box store and getting a nice you know, memory foam pillow or something like that. So, Having somebody uh, go, here, have some free fence post. Right. Yeah, I'll take those. But, uh, but yeah, they set it up against some uh, some wiring or something. You know, the AC unit blows off heat in the summer. Yes. Like you said, a lot of heat, and if especially if it's in the sun or something. So. And the other thing I'm going to throw out to check is the little flappy door for your dryer exhaust. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. I I know that that looks completely useless to a human. It's the cute little door that when the dryer begins blowing, kind of flaps open and flaps around in the air. But when it's not blowing, it's closed. Oh, that's a, it's funny. That one little trap door is exceedingly because crucial, man. Because if yeah. you don't have one of those little trap doors, I have two instances. Uh, one of them is it is easy access to mice. Mm-hmm. And I have had room. one instance this week of mice and a dryer. <laughs> Another country music song. Oh, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just say neither the homeowner nor the mice were amused. 
Yeah. Uh, the other one is a underfloor vent for downward venting kitchen equipment. Oh, boy. A mole. Oh, yeah. Bless his little heart, got confused and wandered up in that thing and scared the bejesus out of the homeowners as this creature was trying to tunnel its way into the house through the vent under the stove. It's funny because, Alan, you know, you talk about these. I know sometimes you talk about these little pinhole things that uh, that they call them like a you call it like an air jet or something. Yes. Well, it's the reverse, too. Anytime. Just think of any place that your home is letting off some sort of warmth. Yes. That's especially the dryer. I mean, you figure you're you're a raccoon cruising around the neighborhood and all of a sudden you got this hot air blowing oh. out of somebody's oh, home. You're going to camp out there. You're going to oh, yeah. make well. that, make your stand there. And it's just things we take for granted, but especially like when you're talking about them building nests and things like that. So. Well, and then I'm going to point out the chimney. Oh yeah. Do you have a chimney cap? Because if you don't have a chimney cap, do you know that video game, Angry Birds? <laughs> it's going to move into your chimney. Uh, chimney swifts are not back yet, so right now is a great time to get up there and get a chimney cap on that thing. Yeah. Uh, bird nests are very dangerous. They're highly flammable, and at some point, they will catch on fire and come blowing out of the top of your chimney. Yeah. So, uh, just, just words of caution. Everybody's looking for a house. It's not just humans. Oh, yeah. And everybody's looking for prime real estate. And if you are providing prime real estate, I promise you, somebody is trying to move in. Yeah, it's going to come back to bite you. Plus, it's just not a good idea. You're attracting something. You know, the, the other thing is, is a chain reaction, Alan. So you're attracting that nice, uh, that nest of bluebirds that's living right. up on your roof. Well, you know who else likes that? The hawks. <laughs> now suddenly they're coming in, or the owls, because they're they, they'll eat anything. They don't oh, care. The you're you're going to have a turf war yeah. on the roof of your house, and you just don't need that. I, I, speaking of turf war, we have we have one forming at a friend's house where the hawks were trying to move into one side, and the crows were trying to move into the other. Ooh. Now, that's a and good battle. The crows are a little tougher than the... Meg, yeah. Crows are like a mob. They are... They have tactics. Let's just say crows are a gang. Oh, yeah. Because they were ganging up and... Oh, oh there's a lot of racket. Alan, not to change gears, but since we are in Critter Wars, before mm -hmm. we hit the break, I want to... Uh, uh, let's get on our soapbox about this, too. One thing that's very tempting is uh, uh, we've been seeing strays in the neighborhood. Sometimes oh, you see gosh. a stray cat or a stray dog oh, or something. Oh, the and poor it's, little kitty. Leave some food out for it. It's oh. very tempting to do that, but, you know, it's Please just... Please don't. For one thing, okay, you're leaving it out for them. Don't leave it out over... I mean, for one oh. thing, uh, the squirrels are going to enjoy that oh, or yeah. the or the raccoons or something. Worse, I think the Norwegian brown rats. Yeah. I think my advice would be, um, because I know I know the feeling. We've had stray cats in our yard. We're We're... We've gotten to this point now where we'll leave a little water out because I'm like, okay, well, water is probably, you know, if they're dehydrated, that's a pretty serious thing. Right. But, man, if you leave food out, for one thing, you're going to attract all the strays. But also, you're really, it's not going to go to the, it's not going to go to the creature you're trying <laughs> it's to not get gonna to. Go, it's not going to end well for you. Uh, big word, even if you have pets yourself, do not leave food outside overnight. Yeah, yeah, I think it's kind of, I mean, it, it sounds like common sense, but. People do it. So we, oh, it's, and it's then our duty to. Uh, oh, and know. then they're shocked when there's a raccoon beating on the door at six in the morning, letting you know the food dish is empty. Yeah, where's my? Yeah, uh, yeah where's my <laughs> breakfast? 
Anyway, okay. Well, I think I think we've done our duty, Alan, on uh, on Critter Wars, but uh, we're going to turn the corner. Let's we'll see what that caller wants when we come back. All right, you're talk, uh, you're listening to Tool Talk Radio here at News Talk ninety eight nine, the Roar of Memphis. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Tool Talk Radio with Joe and Alan. There's something about an underdog that really inspires the unexceptional news talk 98.9 the roar of memphis see alan we can inspire as well <laughs> there's something to strive for anyway welcome back to uh, tool talk radio coming to you from the brown refrigeration studios i'm joe thorderson with thor's hammer carpentry and wood turning here with my buddy alan gilberth from darkoakmedia.com and our pal max behind the glass you can call or text us at the Big M Roofing and Remodeling Hotline at 901-683-0989 or go to the Tool Talk Radio Facebook page and give us a like and check out all the action over there. In a minute, we're going to get to, we got a caller on the line, Alan. We'll get, we'll get to him shortly. I guess Ken has some uh, questions about, I don't know what, a table leg or something. But anyway, before we get to that, uh, I want to just mention our buddy Mike Serifolian with mm-hmm. Tri-State Interiors. Who, uh, Mike, sorry, man, you're overdue. We got to get you out, uh, back on the show soon. He's a... Uh, He's busy, you know. He's oh, remodeling yes. kitchens and bathrooms, Alan. That's that's his that's his passion. Although I do think, you know, we, maybe we can entice him over to uh, the the geek world. You know, he oh, he I has an interest in that stuff. Yeah. But anyway, um, my the 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 approach there is wonderful. If you're gonna remodel your kitchen or bathroom, uh, first of all, you don't want to spend a fortune. You want to get good value for your uh, for your um, project. So Mike's focus is all about keeping his overhead low so that it's not expensive for his uh, customers. Also, um, sourcing his products as regionally as possible so you're not waiting on a product to come mm-hmm. overseas in some shipping container that's going to take six months. So. Oof. He likes to source as much as possible regionally, but also he does not begin anything. Uh, he doesn't begin the project until all of the materials uh, that you need for the project are safely in his warehouse, ready to go, so that when one stage is finished, you go to the next stage and it's very efficient. But also he embraces the latest technology. So the design process is really a lot of fun with Tri-State Interiors. He he creates a uh, everything on a 3d rendering and you're part of the process you're you're there saying hey Mm, take that wall out let's change the color of the cabinets let's let's put this countertop in and so once you you have that complete you have a 3d rendering that you can download on your phone or your smart device and and you know start showing your friends start showing your uh, your family and get their input and uh, really get a feel for what your kitchen's going to look like instead of just sort of hoping for the best so it's a really cool process it's it's a, it's great people to work with and uh, it's called tri-state interiors for a reason he serves the tri-state area pretty a pretty substantial footprint too if you can hear the yeah, show pretty much he's in your yep. you're in his service area so get in touch with mike at uh, 901-409-1333 or go to tristateinteriorsllc.com. All right, Alan, uh, we got Ken on the line. Ken, how's it going this morning, my friend? Uh, doing well, doing well. First-time listener, first-time caller. How are y'all today? Oh, good. Good to hear from you, man. Um, we're doing great. So so what's uh, what do you got cooking today? Well, we bought a uh, used dining room table, uh, probably from an estate sale and maybe – owned by some renters um it's awfully wobbly got five legs and i was wondering if there's a way uh, short of uh getting the grinder wheel and grinding off the legs uh, to uh stabilize it take out the wibbly wobblies five legs where's the middle is there is there something in the middle 
Correct. Yes, it has several. Uh, what do you call it when you can put them in? Leaves. It's got several leaves available oh, to it. Oh yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. there's there's a, there's a fifth leg there in the middle. I got a pretty easy solution, that, Alan. But what do you got? Uh, so so Ken, um, is this a is this a hardwood tile or or carpeting that you're sitting on? Uh. What flooring do you have underneath the table? I think it's on carpet. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense why it's going to wobble. So it's pretty how, – how bad of a wobble are we talking? Like, uh, It's pretty good. Each I was thinking maybe the legs were in the corners and they had maybe a 45-degree bracing across the corners, but they're yeah. actually freestanding like they're uh, individual spin-on legs. Okay. Okay. Well, my, my, my immediate thought is those things are notorious for coming loose. Sometimes if, uh, you know, they might be screwed in, sometimes they're loose, but however, my big thing is, Alan, I'm a big fan. Now you'll have to, you'll have to get some help. You have to get somebody to help you flip the table over. But, um, if you go to your big box store, which, uh, you know, there's a couple of, uh, good ones here, home, you know, home improvement stores, they, uh, they, if you go to the, uh, hardware aisle where there's, um, Usually it's in the same area as the cabinet hardware and things like that. And down the down the line, you'll see these little, um, oh gosh, they're like little footings that you put in. You nail them in, they're going to have a, uh, like serrated, almost like a round uh, serrated teeth, Alan, I think. And you tap them in and they're adjustable. You can twist them to the height you want, basically. They usually have like a felt bottom or a rubber mm-hmm, bottom. Mm-hmm. Why can't I think of the name of those things? They're, they're basically for this exact need. And then you... Then you get your um, you, you flip the table back over, and then you just adjust each leg until uh, to get it to the height you want. And usually, that's that's a really easy solution. But I uh, my I will say this: um, I don't. How old is this table, Ken? I do not know. I don't think it's a uneven issue as far as a left or right wobble. It's just in the securement of the leg to the table. Oh, he's itself. talking about in the base of the table, not at the foot. Oh, oh gotcha. okay. okay. So when you flip, have you flipped it over and looked at them yet? I have not. The wife okay. still got quite a bit of uh, accessories, but like I said, they're they're each leg other than they're kind of off from the corners. There's a couple inches. They're not necessarily right. in the corners where I've seen them with the 45 degree support. They're spin on legs of some sort. Right. Oh, I see where he's going. Okay. okay. I got another so, thought. Go ahead. Alan. Yeah. So, all right. Well, here's the big thing. You're going to have to get that table where you can flip it over because you're going to need to work from the bottom, bottom up of once you get it flipped over, you're generally, I'm going to say this table's probably mid-century if you're not thinking it's really old. If it's mid-century, yeah, mid-century it's going to have a little corner cross base in it, and it's going to have a little mount that goes in the bottom of it, and then the table leg screws into that. Yeah. Or it yeah. might have yeah. screws uh, or it's going to have a cross screw that comes in from the 45-degree angle that holds it in place. Yeah, those are notorious for coming loose. And those are infamous for, as Joe said, coming loose. And you can get a crescent wrench and get down in there and tighten it. Yeah. And that may solve your problem, so long as you don't have any broken wood. Oh, Ken, the other thing is, depending on, because I, I, I'm trying to visualize the way, because you said these, these legs are screwed in. Also, the little, uh, there's a, it, the one thing is you don't over tighten it. What probably happened in the past is somebody might have over tightened it and it, and the little sleeve inside the wood comes loose and then it's just spinning right. and it gets looser and looser. So it might even involve, I don't know, Alan, get doing the, uh, I'm a big fan of, they make this epoxy. It's yes. in like almost a little syringe type thing. So you might want to, 
pull the uh, sleeve out of there, spray it, squeeze this stuff in, and it dries fast. It dries in like five minutes, right. and it's rock hard. So it might just be that, Ken. I think it's just uh, flipping it over is going to be the the answer. You're, you it know. is step one of, and this is where getting a picture is awesome. Of if flip it over and take a picture of one of those corners and send it to our Facebook page. Yeah. And we'll be able to look at it. Uh, and I'm hoping, all right, just from, uh, just depends on who the manufacturer on the table was. Yeah. If you're gonna, if you're gonna get lucky, it's gonna have that little 45 degree cross brace in it, and through the center of that is gonna be a screw that goes into a mount on the table leg, and it's all come loose. It's just you know being drug around on the carpet and beat around. Get in there with your crescent wrench or a uh, good pair of pliers. And you can tighten that up, and that leg will sink up nice and good. Um, if it's a little older than that and it's a little looser, you may need to insert a little padding yeah. around the leg so that when you tighten the screw, it gets a good tight press up against it. If it's just the screw-in leg, uh, Joe is right. A lot of people get all Tarzan on those legs, yeah, and they tighten over. them down to the point that it actually will lift the mount from the base of the table. It's a lot of finesse. And at that point, you may need to actually uninstall the table leg itself, make sure that the mount is securely onto the table, and that's where a good epoxy can come in. And uh, just in case those three little nails they put in it aren't quite biting like they used to. Yeah. Hey, Ken, have you ever used that epoxy that we're talking about? Um, uh, not particularly. If you go to the big box store, this stuff's great, man. Don't get it on your clothes because it won't come oh, off. But yeah. it's uh, it's Oof. you you go in there and they make different ones. If you go to the this is in the paint department, and if you uh, go down, you'll see a lot of glues and caulks and adhesives and things. And uh, it's really handy. I use it for for many things. It's for you can use it for wood, metal, all sorts of stuff. It dries really. It's really hard. And what's cool is you'll notice it's got uh, it's clear. And it's it's almost like a little injector, like a you know, like a syringe or something. And when you squeeze it, what it does is it blends the two epoxies together, and it it dries really hard. And that thing fixes a multitude of sins. <laughs> it's like you know, yeah. if you've got an area that nobody sees anyway, just squeeze that epoxy is a, a lifesaver. So that would be our first step. But uh, can uh, we're coming up on the break? So can we, uh, can you text us that? Um, you can either send it to our Facebook page or. Uh, you can text. Yeah, the, yeah, if you can take the picture and text it over to the number, uh, Joe. What's the number? Uh, it. Uh, well, actually, you can text it to me directly because I don't think we can take. So okay. send it at nine zero one. Yeah, nine, I got that number. Okay, nine two one seven one zero five. That's our that number because I don't think our text line takes pictures. But oh, okay. Well. Ken, keep us posted, man, and uh, good luck on this. Okay. I really yeah, appreciate it. Just need it. to see the All mount, right. and we can probably give you a better, little, little more direct advice. Did we give him good advice? All I think, right. I think we, did. we did. Thanks, Ken. Appreciate you listening, Thanks man. so much, guys. Thanks. Okay. I don't know. I, I almost feel like we gave him too much information. But, you know, without having uh, seen it, you got to just um, – but but those things, that's a – you know, Alan, I, I might do a little PSA when we come back because that that is a good lesson. Sometimes furniture, the more decorative it is, and it's it, sometimes the design puts a lot of weight on an area that is not really able to handle it. You it's know? very and, true. Uh, tables are notorious for that. So uh, just because it looks cute cool. chairs, really yeah. cute chairs have a tendency to just come apart at the seams. Right, right. So the design, don't don't just go for cool design, mm -hmm. go for solid design too. Yes. So Thanks, Ken. Uh, I, I hope he gets that fixed, man. I'd like anyway. to see you pick. 
Well, uh, Alan, hour one is in the can. Where did it go? It's, it's <laughs> over and uh, it's it's done. So anyway, we'll be coming back for hour two in a minute. You're listening to Tool Talk Radio here at News Talk 98.9 The Roar Memphis. Uh, we're going to take a break. Hey, Alan, when we come back, it's time for Bad Homeowner Confessions. Mm. News Talk 98.9 The Roar of Memphis. Tool Talk Radio with Joe and Alan. And welcome to Hour 2 of Tool Talk Radio, coming to you from the Brown Refrigeration Studios. I'm Joe Thorderson with Thor's Hammer, Carpentry, and Woodturning, here with my buddy Alan Gilberth from darkoakmedia.com and our pal Max behind the glass. You can call or text us at the Big M Roofing and Remodeling Hotline at 901-683-0989 uh, or go to the uh, Tool Talk Radio Facebook page. Well, do that anyway. Do mm -hmm. both, you know. Give us a like over there. Check out all, all the action. Check out the videos that we sometimes post. And if you're uh, you can't wait, you know if you've you, you've got to have those spoilers, you can go over there and see the must-have item of the week, which we've already posted, Alan. So, um, Alan, and, uh, if you if you uh, were listening in the last hour, uh, our friend Ken called in the line. He had an issue about a table leg. Boy, Ken Ken is a model caller, Alan. He, Perfect. He, we asked him to send us pictures, and during the break, he actually texted them to me on my phone line. But I, I was remiss, Alan. I didn't realize you can send pictures at the uh, Big M Roofing and Remodeling Hotline at 901-683-0989. So, Ken, uh, I was mistaken. You can also send them there. So, folks, if you have tasteful pictures or videos, I suppose, uh, send them over to the text line. But, uh, Alan, in looking at these pictures... Um, Ken had a has, has had issues. He's got a pretty. It sounds like a pretty sizable dining room table. It's got five legs, which right. tells us there's supports in the middle, and they were just wobbling. Uh, but um, we had thought that uh, it, it maybe it was a newer table. This table, based on the photos, Ken looks to me it like like it might be at least a hundred years old because nice. flathead screws. Well, maybe not that old, it's, but it's it's forties, fifties. It's older than it could be. It could go that far back, but I'm going to say it's it, probably a forties or fifties. If you're if you're ever wondering, folks, if you look under the table, one of the one of the telltale signs is a flathead screw. Usually means it's a bit older than mm. you know Phillips head screws. It, it means it's probably not an antique, it's, right? But, but Ken, from based on the looks of it, uh, we think that um, you should unscrew those. It's basically round, round legs that are going right. into a base, Alan. And uh, you've got a couple solutions. It looks like it basically either the sleeve that the bolt is into probably got loose somehow. So it well, might be a combination got a little approach. Rust, you probably got a little wiggling. Okay, there are at least two or three products available at any good hardware store. Okay. Uh, one of them is going to be a thread stop tape. Okay. And this works exactly like your Teflon tape works underneath your underneath your sink. Um, it's just a, a rubberized tape that you would put around the screw in the top mount of that leg and thus build it up a little bit and give it a tighter, harder bite. Uh, there is also a product that is nothing more than a little square of wire mesh. Mm -hmm. And these usually come in some kind of uh, loose screw hole fix kit. This oh. is, is what you'd ask the guy at the hardware store. You gotta go, I, I've got I've got a screw hole that's come loose and I need a fix kit for it. Right. And what this is going to be is just a, a little, and honestly, it's just a little sheet of of sheet little piece of sheet metal with a lot of holes in it and you stuff that down in the hole and then you screw the screw back into it and it gives you a good hard bite 
Uh, because it's furniture, my first thought is to go to the uh, threaded stop tape. Yeah, yeah. Do, do the uh, don't go to the nuclear option for because the one thing, Ken, we were I was recommending that e epoxy. The one thing about that though is that's kind of a full commitment thing because once done. you epoxy <laughs> that little sleeve yeah. in there, it's it's and that for a while. will solve your problem. But right. you're not going if there's a reason you might need to take these legs off again. Yeah, that would be my last option. Yeah. Anyway, I hope that helps, Ken. Keep us posted. If it's a total disaster and a train wreck, uh, we don't want to hear from you. No, yep, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we stumped no, the jump. I'm just kidding. Uh, but no, anyway. I, I think I think the uh, the uh, tape will do. I think that tape will solve this problem. Yeah, yeah. Just just let us know. But uh, great, great caller, man. But anyway, Alan, it's time to change gears. We're it's time to go into the dregs of home improvement. Okay. I've called you all here because I need some honest answers. Yeah, they all kind of broke. So. When do I start? There is a basket of oil-soaked rags above a wood-burning oh, stove. Max. Are you out of your mind? You put a jet engine on a lawnmower? <laughs> this time, they are going to be held accountable. This time, they are the ones who will pay. Oh, yes. Oh, uh, good job, Max. Man. Yes, it's time, Alan. It's time to introduce a great new segment, and this is going to be a weekly offering. And this is this is radio. Uh, this is listener participation. It's our bad homeowner confessions. All right. And uh, the good thing about this, Alan, because, you know, we're all about you. Maybe you're a perfect homeowner. Maybe you are just the uh, model of a, you know, you're on top of things. You keep your home maintained. But maybe you, your neighbor is not. Well, we, we'll 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 take all submissions. Or maybe your uh, maybe your father-in-law is not. Oh, intent. And so uh, we're not going to name names. Well, we want to hear about your failures, and we want to hear. Uh, and it doesn't have to just be in home. Uh, as a homeowner, you might have worked with a tool incorrectly, or you might have done something you know dangerous. There is <laughs> oh, a you therapeutic. Me out on that one? Yeah, there's. I a get imaginative with how to use tools. Therapeutic benefit to uh, to this. So I'm gonna I'm gonna kick this off, okay. and, and I'm gonna actually offer one this week, and just to give people an example of what we're looking for. So, and I've told this story before. If you've listened to our show for a few years. Uh, you might have heard this story, but I'm gonna I'm gonna repeat it just okay. to, to give you an idea. And this is about my father-in-law. Uh, may he rest in peace. I never, you know, unfortunately, Alan, I never got to meet him. He uh, he died before I met my wife, but uh, I heard the stories. Okay. And this one is legendary. You've heard this one too, Alan. Well, we've all seen this. Um, water lines, as you've rightly said, Alan, mm. are full of pressure. Those things are highly pressurized. Oh, yeah. And they're prone to get little leaks every now and again. Well, right above their dining room table, apparently uh, a slow leak. And we're talking we're talking like maybe one drip every 10 minutes or something. Right. Very slow leak uh, developed. And um, he, you know, he was semi-proactive, you could say. He, 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 he cut a hole in the ceiling. He took the sheetrock out, observed the the situation, right? And his solution, <laughs> instead of calling a plumber, you know, or trying to you know turn the water off and fix the leak, he said, "Well, this thing's barely dripping. What if I took a spaghetti pot?" And <laughs> oh. and stuck it in, into this space in between the rafters. And just um, and put this and and let the the drip go into this pot. It'll evaporate. My wife will never know. Nobody will ever know. And over time, it's the the oh. it'll evaporate over time. Oh yeah. 
and uh, nobody will be the wiser. Well, Alan. Uh, no, no, it doesn't. <laughs> the day of reckoning came. My wife told me this story. I guess she was a kid at the time. And uh, apparently mm. one day they're just minding their own business at the table. And suddenly <laughs> this spaghetti pot full of water crashed through the ceiling. <laughs> I can't imagine the mess it left. And I can't imagine oh. how much that thing weighed. I mean, to just suddenly burst through. That's and, two um, three gallons. Uh, yeah. Traumatized the family, yeah. smashed into the table, caused who knows how much damage, and the and I, you know, anyway, and he never lived it down. Apparently, no, no. you know, maybe that was part of his early demise. I don't know. Uh, no, but, no, 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 but, uh, but great man. I don't want to, you know, he was a he was a fine man. He just wasn't, you know, he he, he wasn't interested mm. in fixing the leak, Alan. So that, <laughs> so well, that's I mean, what we're talking about. Here. I understand his thinking perfectly. Yeah, it's just it's such a small drip. Well, here's okay. It's obviously it is so hot in this attic that no, no water can survive. Okay, Alan, that's the problem. This is where this is where his logic failed. There is, this is not an attic. This was closed. There was a there was a floor up above, and there was a ceiling below. There's no air movement there. There was or no there's almost air no air movement. Motion. Nothing to take the water away. If this is an attic that's 140 degrees in the summer, uh, I could almost sympathize with his logic here. But uh, no, no, he, uh, he he trapped himself. Big swing and a miss. <laughs> now I will say this, folks, uh, because we're all about not just ridicule, but we're about solutions. Alan, had he lived uh, in these days, they have a great product, and I guess we can mention it. It's called Shark Bite. You basically you cut a you know those little sleeves. Mm. I've used those. They work. They work really well. I had the same issue in my bathroom. In the ceiling, uh, there was a water line that was leaking. You cut out the uh, you cut out the the bad spot. This thing slips in and it clicks in place. And I'm telling you, man, it it has never leaked in like ten years. It, it works great. So well, you also have a pinhole cover these days. Okay. Of uh, so if you do have a pinhole in a pipe, you can now buy. Two pieces, looks like two halves of a piece of pipe with screws. Yeah. So if you watch like a submarine movie, you'll see these things on giant scale being used. Oh, yeah. That's how they shut down a leak. And these little guys can also provide a pretty, basically a permanent solution to a tiny little pinhole like that. Yeah. No, lots of great solutions, just not the spaghetti pot not solution. Not the spaghetti so, pot. So, no. folks, that's what we're looking for with our bad homeowner confessions, or I suppose <laughs> our bad craftsperson <laughs> confessions. So if you've ever failed, um, this is what we want, and uh, this is going to become a new weekly offering. So get mm -hmm. in touch with us. You can leave those messages. You can call, uh, leave a voice message or a text at 901-683-0989 over at our Big M Roofing and Remodeling Hotline. And... Uh, and, and purge, you know, your <laughs> suffering is our entertainment. That's what uh, <laughs> that's what we're looking for. So anyway, all right, Alan, uh, uh, speaking of stuff. No, actually, this is not suffering. This is uh, offering solutions again. We got to turn the corner. We're going to talk. Uh, we're going to talk to our renters when we Ooh, come yes. back. You're listening to Tool Talk Radio here at News Talk 98.9 The Roar of Memphis. We'll be right back. Tool Talk Radio with Joe and Alan. You're making a plan while I'm being News Talk 98.9, the roar of Memphis. You know, the MC Bat Commander's mm. words are oddly uh, appropriate today, Alan. 
Anyway, welcome back to uh, Tool Talk Radio, coming to you from the Brown Refrigeration Studios. I'm Joe Thorderson with Thor's Hammer, Carpentry, and Wood Turning, here with my buddy Alan Gilbert from darkoakmedia.com and our pal Max behind the glass. You can call or text us at the Big M Roofing and Remodeling Hotline at 901-683-0989 or uh, go to the Tool Talk Radio Facebook page and give us a like and uh, check out all the action over there and share us, you know, share the uh, links with... Uh, uh, with your friends and you know we're trying to always build the uh, build the tool talk radio community so building the family yeah apparently alan looks like we triggered another call we're going to get to them in a minute it sounds like mr anonymous is on here all know. right i can't wait all right anyway but uh before we get to that let's talk about somebody who is not anonymous they are they are proud to uh, put their uh, name to this product very proud in fact i've never seen anybody as passionate about what the i work bet i can guess do. who you're talking about <laughs> cindy williams is the owner of shelf genie of the mid south and they are just a force of nature every time mm. i'm around cindy i almost feel like i'm 15 years older because she she just puts me to shame with her energy and her passion and her enthusiasm about the products that they uh, sell but uh shelf genie uh is is wonderful they have uh great solutions for your kitchen and bathroom and honestly really almost any closet that you do you know we're you right. know pantries uh, are usually generally a small closet, and so you might have closets in your hallway that need mm -hmm. this solution. There's there's a, a any number of solutions that they offer, and it's all about um, giving you greater access to everything that you keep in your in your uh, cabinets, and giving you better access or giving you maximizing the space. You could say right. If you ever open your kitchen cabinet or your bathroom cabinet, you're going to notice a lot of empty space sometimes, or you're going to notice things piled up or I'm just gonna blind throw in, spots. There you, you go. That dead corner behind the pots and pans. Now you can finally use it. Yeah. Or if you ever look in the corner of, uh, it, there's always that corner that's basically just cabinet space that you can't use because you can't even get to it. Well, they have solutions that take advantage of all of that space. And it's, uh, it's a, the fun part is the consultation is free. They come they go to, okay, Alan, they're fully trained. You go to Shelf Genie, it's almost like Shelf Genie University. Mm. All of the designers, all of the installers, everybody involved with the whole process, they um, they get trained on this. And Excellent. so they offer custom solutions and they're, they're very well versed in how to make this happen. And they're just a lot of fun to work with. So if you want to really transform your kitchen or your bathroom and get access to everything, especially if you've got maybe maybe you've got mobility issues, maybe mm -hmm. you can't reach things as easily as you used to. Maybe your knees are bad, like uh, my mm. one knee is starting to go out, <laughs> Alan. Uh, get in touch with the good people at Shelf Genie. You can call them directly at 901-422-8225 or go to uh, shelfgenie.com forward slash Mid-South Memphis and make sure you tell them you heard about it on Tool Talk Radio. So... All right, Alan. Well, uh, it sounds like we've triggered somebody else. So we've got Mr. Anonymous on the line. Talk to us, Mr. Anonymous. Yeah, good morning. Uh, when uh, I was first married and uh, we had a, uh, a youngin' and uh, being potty trained, and I think uh, it we might have had a small sickness going on in the house, whatever, uh, the toilet got, the only toilet in the house got clogged. So, mm -hmm. you know, I... I had to go oh, yeah. to the store for some uh, Sprite to so and Gatorade and stuff. But uh, when I got back, I had this large thing of Crystal Drano, and I said, hey, this will fix it. Oh. And, she, and she patted me on the back and said, Mr. Fix-It, go for it. <laughs> and I can I see where this is going. the whole thing down in the toilet oh, and no. shut the door. And okay. I was proud. 
and all of a sudden we hear a big boom. (laughs) 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 We opened the door, and the toilet was laid over on the floor. (laughs) Wow. Holy smoke. So, Mr. Fix-It, were you sleeping on the couch that night, man? Uh. He didn't sleep. No, He's cleaning we up the bathroom. Were, we were on lifeboats, man. That water was everywhere. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> well, folks, I think Mr. Fixit is uh, reacting to our bad homeowner confession. Well, so, you, uh, oh. and, and, well, let me ask you something. You're Okay. How, okay. Uh, how do you mind me asking, how old were you at the time? Oh, uh, mid 20s. There you mm-hmm. go. I, I thought so. Yeah. Mid 20s. So you weren't you weren't fully uh you didn't fully understand ke- uh, chemistry and uh, physics <laughs> of how your toilet works oh, and everything. No, no, yet, no, so. no. Hey, hi, this was the 70s. I was a high school dropout, you know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we well, were military and they didn't dream me to do nothing. I got out of the military and and, you know, I guess all I knew was explosives. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, man, that's, a, you know. I will throw in, in your defense. Yeah. Um, Thank you. Especially back then, the warning labels on those things weren't real great. No, they just wanted to move product. And, they, you uh, know, yeah. television, uh, you know, it's hard to say back in the 70s, TV was kind of new these yeah. days. but. TV wasn't that old in the 70s. Yeah. <laughs> and there were a lot of commercials that just, you know, I remember just dump it in and you're fine. And <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't bother to tell you that if it got eight feet down the line and it got stuck there, it was going to become a volcano. I'm impressed, though, Mr. Anonymous, that you got the explosion because uh, you know, so we should, Alan, you know, we, we're dealing with uh, – you know, we, we don't want to give bad advice here. So one thing I will say is I, I've never heard um, anytime you go to the big box store and you've got a toilet issue, for one thing, there's a wax ring down there that this thing's right. crossing. And you never use chemicals, right? I mean, because they, it'll eat away at the wax ring. And, well, uh, you know, right. so you, you it's generally a physical thing. You take one of those snakes or you plunge or something. So, well, hey. but, but, but what, they, what, what that canister he had... Uh, was yeah. basically of a, a big giant bottle of stomach acid. <laughs> it, it's basically what they sold him. You, you got a gallon of Alka Seltzer. You, you no, in there, you wish so. you had a gallon of Alka Seltzer. You, uh, this was basically like a cross between stomach acid and battery acid, <laughs> and you dump right, this stuff down right. there. And depending upon what was down there, in your case, probably quite a bit of organics, you got a lot of gas being produced and if it hit that trap just right depending upon how that toilet was mounted that baby will come up and come off you know what you know this what is I, not no, the this first time cracked. i've seen this it this dude cracked all along the bottom i mean it didn't come off it just cracked it just like broke it wow. well mr anonymous I mean, that's why yeah we're yeah. gonna we're gonna put you I in our, i was uh, lucky my mom knew a plumber that came out on sunday Ooh. that happened late on saturday <laughs> and uh, he came out on Sunday after church and uh, installed a new toilet. And uh, I, luckily, she had mercy on me, and she didn't say, this is what it cost to send me oh, the bill or nothing. Yes. 
Uh, hey, Mr. Anonymous, uh, we're coming up on a break. We're going to have to let you go. But, hey, we're going to put you in the Tool Talk Radio Hall of Shame. Uh, you are going to be uh, up there. And, uh, folks, that's what we're looking for with our bad homeowner confessions. Now, I think that's going to have to stuff be a once-a-week stuff. But, stuff uh, happens. It does. And we uh, we appreciate that. But, um, you know, that's that's good, clean fun. The problem for Mr. Anonymous is back in the 70s, nobody had a cell phone. Because if he would have got that on video or if he could have captured footage, he would have been a YouTube sensation. He could have monetized the whole He'd thing, have been a and, he by now. and he could have just bought a new uh. toilet. So, thanks for calling, Mr. No, no, Anonymous. No, 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 never, 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 never. All right, y'all have a good one. Thank thanks, you. man. All right, man. Good talking to you. <laughs> wow, holy smokes! An explosive uh, episode An explosive of Tool Talk ending, Radio. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, you're listening to Tool Talk Radio here on News Talk 989, The Roar, of Memphis. We're going to go try to uh, recover our dignity, and we'll be right back. Tool Talk Radio with Joe and Alan. Gonna paint our wagon, gonna paint it good. We ain't bragging, we're gonna coat that wood. News Talk 98.9, the roar of Memphis. Yeah, you can't really explode with uh, when you're painting wood. I, I've yet to have mm, that. You know, no, don't say that. So at least that's a <laughs> pretty fairly safe activity. Anyway, welcome back to uh, Tool Talk Radio coming to you from the Brown Refrigeration Studios. I'm Joe Thorderson with Thor's Hammer, Carpentry, and Wood Turning. Here with my buddy Alan Gilbreth from darkoakmedia.com and our pal Max behind the glass. You can call or text us at the Big M Roofing and Remodeling Hotline at 901-683-0989. Although I'm not sure we want any more calls, Alan. We've had a, <laughs> <laughs> some shocking content, you know. We but, had a pretty drop-the-mic moment there the other day. Uh, you know, yeah, just... Mr. Anonymous. Uh, he, he, anyway, but uh, you, you can call us at 901-683-0989. And apparently I was remiss. You can actually even send us pictures at the uh, Tool Talk mm -hmm. Radio uh, uh, Facebook and text line. So, um, and, uh, of course, we invite you to go over to the Tool Talk Radio Facebook page and give us a like. So, um, Alan, um, I didn't want the whole show to turn into our bad homeowner confessions, but uh, apparently we triggered Mr. Anonymous. He called hey. in, and I feel like uh, he was telling us about um, when he was a young homeowner, he had a toilet clog and mistakenly filled the whole thing up with chemicals and uh you know this cleaning thing and it exploded blew up the toilet and uh you know made it made a big mess we should say in the interest of public safety that um that's not something you should ever do you know toilets are not meant to get, get all those chemicals but also thank goodness nobody was sitting on it yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> the story we we could wrap the show up with the, with the stories i could tell on those and uh, uh if you listen to our show i don't know three or four years ago you heard the story about the uh, woman that lived in florida that had a septic system mm -hmm. and uh, lightning hit the there was apparently an exposed piece of metal in the yard connected to the septic system it hit the uh hit the septic system and blew up the entire i mean there's a oh, lot yeah. of explosive gases yeah. in there so yeah. if you have a septic system don't don't be in the bathroom <laughs> during a lightning a, storm yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah there's, there's a lot to be said to that anyway wow. and don't pour chemicals down the uh, toilet please and, mm. and actually chemicals are usually the last resort for me alan for a uh, leak i mean for a clogged toilet or a sink or anything because for one thing i don't think it it for one thing, it's it's not really environmentally friendly, but also usually a clog needs to be physically removed. Like sometimes in a in that little J trap at the bottom of your mm. um, of your sink, take that out. That's chemicals. It's going to take a lot of effort to dissolve that, and it really never does. And if you just 
open it up and clean it out, or if you use a snake for your mainline right. drain, I'm more of a fan of the uh, physical removal well, of Well, I, so. I, I got to tell you, one of the new products that was not available in the 70s, 80s, 90s, or the 2000s, yeah. uh, the new enzymes. Exactly. Uh, you're you're which, more of a maintenance guy. Every day, just man, keep the thing clean. I just love dropping one of those down in the sink about once a month, and yeah, it does its job. The Preventative little probiotics measures. and enzymes take care of uh, not developing the clog. Yeah, and of course, the hill I'm going to die on, Alan, and I'll preach this to the day I die, is if you uh, if you can switch to single ply toilet paper man it's changed my life we haven't had a we haven't had a clogged mainline drain in four years ever since we made go. that switch so but alan uh in a minute we're gonna uh shift gears we've got to talk about renters you know renters are still they deal with home improvement as well but before we do that uh give us uh give us some updates on um you know uh darkoakmedia.com well of uh... We've had an interesting few weeks of... To say the least. (laughs) To say the least of... uh, Well, of course, last night was of all things Star Trek Day. Yeah. Uh, Shelby County Star Trek Day, which was a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Best crowd they've ever had, Oh, my gosh. It was wonderful. A big shout out to everybody there. Uh, And we were there filming, so we'll have uh, that show posted up in the next few days. So... The biggest thing we've had going on, of uh, of course, we've had a lot of tributes for uh, Mr. Billy Roberts, mm-hmm. which was uh, one of the very first TV psychics ever and uh, was, you know, grew up in England during the Rolling Stones and Beatles eras and was friends with um, everybody. Now, famous, he, not famous, everybody. He has, just knew them all. Has he made contact yet, Alan? Because, well, you, you know, know being, being the skeptic on the show, uh, he has not He has not made contact yet. But, okay. If uh, anybody's going to do it, it's going to be him. Well, you know, yeah. that has been kind of the running the running gag between me and some of the co-hosts on the show. So you can check out Scary Stories with Kalila or Afterlife Mysteries with Kalila and Billy and uh, see a lot of the, the things he had to say. And uh, a couple of the shows, like The Mind of the Medium, uh, have been massively popular since his passing. So. Okay, yeah. No, no, hats off. We just, you know, we got to give him a little grief. And uh, oh, know, he we'll... he enjo- he enjoyed uh, the he enjoyed a little critique. Absolutely. So he was he was quite uh, quite the British gentleman and yet scholar of his field. Yeah. So go to darkoakmedia.com. You can see some of the unique circles that Alan travels mm-hmm. in, and mm-hmm. uh, you'll Indeed. you'll and at the end you'll go, "How is this guy hosting a home improvement show? Why is it?" You know? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but uh, no, it's it's a lot of fun. So, well, Alan, let's shift gears. We, uh, you know, one thing we've been, That's... I feel like we've been remiss. Homeowners, yeah. I mean, well, okay, homeowners deal with home improvement projects, right. but so do home, so do renters. You know, yes. it's still their home. Some people, they're, you know, maybe when you're younger, let's face it, most of us rent. We start off mm-hmm. renting and we have different priorities and different needs. And uh so what you know? In fact, we were talking to our friend uh, Allie. She she helps us with right. the Memphis Comic and Fantasy Convention. She's a young lady that is she's in a renting situation, and uh, so they're dealing with more with things of how you furnish the place, right? And, but they're still dealing with improvements. So you know. well, the the priorities, and if you're thinking about buying a home, I am a I am just the biggest proponent in the world of if you're thinking about buying a house, but you're you have questions? Yeah. Rent one for six months to a year mm. and go try it before you buy it. That's uh, a good home point. Home ownership 
is a lot different than apartment living or living, you know, cohabitating around with your family and kind of stuff. Because as, as you discover, your priorities shift drastically. Oh yeah. If you, if, and I can speak from uh, authority on this one, Alan. So if you're, if you're going, you know, I have a dog, I would love that giant one acre property in the backyard, you know, yes. where the dog can run around. Well, until it's your job to be cutting that. And yard. Then you just, <laughs> as the old joke yeah. was, I joined the Navy because the boats were so big and pretty and clean. And right. now that I've joined, I know why they're so clean. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Of everything you do changes when you, when you move. Oh, yeah. And we all know moving is pain, but how you move, how you plan, and if you're renting, you're going to move. Oh, yeah. So that's why the furniture you purchase, the outly, the outliers to it. Uh, one thing people forget about is the artwork. Yeah. You got you to gotta hang it, display it, put it up. But then again, you also have to be able to pack it, wrap it safely, and be able to move it to your next location. Yeah. Yep. So there's there's just a lot that comes into. So if you've never owned a home before, you've never had a lawnmower, you've never had to get out there and edge the yard, you've never had to deal with a squirrel showing up in your in your chimney. Yeah. Uh welcome welcome to early home ownership of all of these things and more bizarreness will happen to you while you're renting. Well, and another thing I want to say, too, uh, because um, one thing Allie, our friend, uh, told us about is they're really into um, thrifting. They go mm -hmm. to these, they go to the thrift shop or they go to uh, flea markets or they go to estate sales. Right. And, uh, you know, they'll pick up furniture or they'll pick up items that need repair. Like they're like, mm -hmm. okay, hey, if I just sand the top of this table, I'm gonna get it for like forty bucks and by the you know, so they're involved with things where they actually need space to work on their right. their items. And one thing I've noticed, one one really nice thing that's that's happened over the last, I don't know, dozen years or so are uh, you could call them community workshops where you can and we have a great one here in Memphis at mm -hmm. the uh, Sears Crosstown building for like 80 bucks a month you you might just go rent it for a month and they've got right. access to every tool you could want every type of finishing thing people come in there and they bring a project in and it's clean and it's uh you know well lit and it's got right. all the state of the art tools and i i and i i think there's other um workshops just here in memphis and i believe most communities have some sort of uh um, they have some sort of uh, community workshops that you can have access to. And that's a great way to start acquainting yourself with tools because mm, yes even is. if you think, you know, fixing a table or, or you know, making, uh, you know, picture frames, it all kind of connects to getting handy with tools and it will connect to home improvement, I promise you. It, it's, it's similar to framing a wall or something like that. So. Well, here in Memphis uh, and the, uh, the Shelby County Mid-South area, I know that we have... Uh, there's definitely more than two or three that I can think of right off the top of my head, uh, workshop areas. Mm -hmm. uh, there's at least a couple of community gardens. There's a couple oh, of commercial kitchens yeah. that will rent time in the commercial kitchen. So there is a wide variety of places where you can broaden those skills, try that experience. If you don't have room in your apartment, Hey, go! This workshop idea is a great way of yeah building that project. Where uh, maybe taking you know as we always say, trash to treasure. Uh, if if you're you're adventurous enough and want to get in there and start redoing furniture or something like that, something that was you know 
20 bucks at the flea market turns into $200 at the antique store. And let's face it, because you did it yourself, you're going to be more connected to oh. it. You're, you're never going to want to sell it. You're oh, going to yeah. be, you're yeah, proud. that's the table You're keeping line. it. Oh, right. yeah. And, uh, and, and also, um, one thing that is different today is uh, just through, if you, I mean, you could probably Google it or get on Facebook or something, and I bet you there's workshops, there's probably all sorts oh. of things in your community where somebody is saying, hey, uh, you know, this Saturday at four, we're going to teach you how to install tile, you know, tile to your hardwood floors. Check your local library. Yeah. Lots of, lots of, you know, so, so, you know, once again, quit complaining about the times we live in. There's a, a lot oh, of great options you have if you're a renter that, that, uh, that we didn't have in the past. So, um, all right. That, that was a very positive and a reasonable oh, yeah. segment, Alan. <laughs> uh, turn the corner from exploding toilets and everything else. I can't promise what's going to happen next. Uh, you're just going to have to stay tuned. You're listening to Tool Talk Radio here at News Talk 98.9 The Roar of Memphis. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. Tool Talk Radio with Joe and Alan. Dad, your hand is jammed in the toaster. What's Dad? Dad? News Talk 98.9, the roar of Memphis. Ah, uh, you know, good example of what, uh, you know, what we're looking for here at Tool Talk Radio. Anyway, welcome back to uh, Tool Talk Radio coming to you from the Brown Refrigeration Studios. I'm Joe Thorderson with Thor's Hammer, Carpentry and Wood Turning here with my buddy Alan Gilberth from darkoakmedia.com. And our pal Max behind the glass. Uh, I don't know if I can handle another phone call from uh, our big M roofing and remodeling hotline, but if you must, uh, you had can call. The, had to end the show on an electric note right there. There you go. But um, bump. You can call or text us. Probably text is the best option here at 901 683 0989. And uh, you can actually send pictures, tasteful pictures, folks. Uh, Home improvement related, please. Uh, tool related. Hey, you know, when you know. you're trying to ask the question, we'd love to see what you're working on. Absolutely. So, uh, you know, Alan, I want to wrap up something. We were talking talking to renters, and um, I like one thing you said uh, in the last segment, talking about it's not a bad idea to uh, what is it? Try before you buy. If mm -hmm. you if you want to buy a home, which is we're all obviously supportive of the idea. It's not always a great idea to buy a home given your life circumstance. If you're going to, you know, if you're going to live somewhere for only maybe a year or so and you think, oh, I'll just buy a house and flip it and whatever, you're probably not going to make your money back. It's, yeah, you know, it's a lot of work for that. And you may not be a, a, a prepared for the work that's involved with owning it. But I like your idea of maybe rent a home first, you know, ease your way in. So, well, again, it's such a change in lifestyle. Yep. Of if you're used to, and again, you know, most people go from living with family, mm -hmm. you know, the the parents, the house, the whole thing. And once they ease over, then it's you usually got roommates and stuff like that. But by the time you rent a house, this is when you discover things don't care what you think. Yeah. <laughs> of, oh, yeah. Things don't care. The yard does not care that you are tired. Right. It looks like you have giraffes living in the front yard. You got to get out there and get this cut and taken care of. There's just a lot of little things that suddenly, oh, you have to go take care of this. Yeah. Uh, you can't just, oh, well, wait, we have to go and well, update this, move this, change this. And the other thing that also happens is I call it the cookie effect. You know, oh when, when when mom looks at you and says, don't eat a cookie, it'll spoil your dinner. Yeah. Like, A, a cookie ever spoiled my dinner, period. Yeah. You know. And then you <laughs> discover that, you know, it's it's 8 in the morning. If I want a cookie, I'll have a cookie. Yeah. But 
now it's not only did you have a cookie, but now you have a dish that has to be washed. Oh, and I then see. you've got clothes to get done, and you've got you know so all of these different lifestyle habits begin to happen. So I love the whole idea. Go rent a house and learn. Well, it's funny, you know this this conversation is coming home. Uh, directly for me my daughter actually called me yesterday because mm -hmm. her and her friend um her friend is at a point where she wants to actually buy a house and it might right. be that my daughter rents part of the house for right. a time or something like that and we got to talking about it and uh, she goes look i've never bought a house i've never whatever and i started having uh, i started giving you know i said okay it's not a bad idea but let's here's things to think about because they have an eye in a house. I started bringing up things like the foundation or right. windows or just things mm -hmm. that nobody in their average everyday life thinks about until it's on their shoulders. And she said, oh my gosh, I'm glad you told me about that. Because they, they have their eye in this house that's been on the market for, I don't know, six months. I'm like, okay, that's a red flag. In this economy, there's a reason. Uh, yeah, houses right. disappear. <clears throat> like, I mean, we've seen it here in, in Memphis. They disappear the same day. You get five or six offers right. above your asking price. So I said, this. there's things you, you need to look at because as soon as you rent a house, there's going to be, you'll be dealing with things that you never really thought you'd even be dealing with. In right. your life. Like I said, drafty windows or leaks in the roof or or foundation problems with bugs and things. So it's, it's I like that plan. Just, you know, get ease your way in because it doesn't always make sense for everybody to buy right out of the gate it's it, you know it's, it's hard to explain when you when you're sitting down with a especially a younger relative and you go no look you really don't get this is a lifestyle change the minute you move into a house and you don't have roommates and you don't have family and you don't have all this going on dishes don't get done if you don't do them mm -hmm. of the toilet backs up if you're renting you know, there might be a maintenance person involved that can come by. But generally, if it's Saturday at 4, you're going to figure out how Mr. Plunger works. Oh, yeah. You know, so there's just so many little things that I think is um, important, educational. And then you discover how much you really like hardware stores. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You'll get very well acquainted oh, with that. Oh, my gosh. Because you always got something you want to do. Yeah. Now on the flip side, I'm all about uh, I'm all about entrepreneurial, uh, not entre you know, being uh, entrepreneurial and right. uh, being independent and getting your own place. So it's like you may you may get your hands on a house that uh, it's got a lot of cosmetic problems, but it's a sound house. If you go in there, it's got really ugly mm -hmm. paint and uh, things that are easy to fix, and suddenly you do some work on this property and you just increase the value by fifty grand or something. That's right. cool. I'm all about that. Just just you know, be cautious. So. But anyway, oh, be, be cautious, be educated and don't be afraid to ask questions. Yeah. And, and ask. Yeah, definitely ask people, especially people that have had bad experiences. <laughs> you learn a lot. from Learn them. from our misery. Trust us. Yeah. All right, Alan. Uh, uh, we don't want to run out of time, of course, before we get to our must have item of the week. Our must have item of the week, Max. <laughs> okay. He's, while he finds the music. There we go. <laughs> I have too many options these days, Give you know. Give me coffee. So, anyway, <laughs> Alan, uh, okay, wait, our must-have item of the week here. Tell people what I'm holding up. You are holding up. I'm going to assume that is some form of memory foam cushion. Yeah, honestly, it's just a cushion. It's right. a, it's a back. It's like a, I think I got this at like Bed Bath and Beyond or something. It's okay. just a. It's a. It's got that memory foam, which right. I'm a big right. fan of. So it's thin. It goes back into shape, and it doesn't like change shape very right. easily and it's just something that i keep in the truck because um 
sometimes, you know, you're working on a floor or sometimes you might, have you ever worked on a cabinet changing a pipe and you have to lean your head in there oh. and leaning against that, that is some of the most uncomfortable stuff there. And you might go, well, I'm only going to be working on this for an hour or so. What's the point of breaking out a cushion? Man, these portable cushions are a lifesaver, especially on your knees or your neck or something. Uh, I mean, the, well, the number of times I've just thrown something down on the floor. So I had something to kneel on for right. a while. But the big thing is, is uh, especially when I'm working on cabinetry or vanities, mm -hmm. I'll take this exact type cushion and put it on that little lip going into exactly. the vanity. Yeah. Because after about two minutes, that thing digs into your back like oh, nobody's worst. business. Yeah, and you're, because you're never at a good position there. You're always twisted right. sideways. You're or always you're whatever. up underneath there. And Things digging into your spine. Yeah. yeah. So, but a, a cushion strategically placed, and also I just think it, it helps you. Um, the more comfortable you are, uh, you know, the more oh, yeah. efficient you're going to be. But also, sometimes you don't you don't really feel the effects until you try to go to bed that night. You're like, why is my <laughs> knee killing me, or why is my back so sore, or something? It's because you didn't, you know, you didn't protect it when you were working. So, yeah, um, a a a a cushion you don't mind destroying. That's the thing. It, I think I just, bought this for like 15 bucks. Yeah, if it, it gets sewage poured on it or something, I'll just throw you know, it out. But, you, know. you know, even even working in the garden, being able to walk out there and toss down something so that your knees aren't getting dug into by a stick or an acorn or something. Yeah. Uh, makes it a little nice. Yeah. So that's our must-have item of the week. I don't know what we call this. I think it's called a memory foam pillow or back back cushion or something, but whatever. Just get something like that. And I like this, the the nature of how portable this is. This even has a little handle on it. So uh, Yeah, because I've seen some, also saw some recently that were just of like one foot by two foot rectangles. Yep. And you just laid it down, flop down there on top of it. Yep. And I'm not going to pretend I don't use that in my car too, where I just stick it on my back and it yep. gives you that little bit of extra lumbar support and everything. So I'm, I'm just a big fan of cushions. The older I get, the more I kind of appreciate uh, padding. <laughs> but, um, Alan, I, I want to shift gears. You know, I've yet to shamelessly promote. So uh, uh, I want to remind something. people that uh, if you need it, let's suppose you've got an outdoor project. Because I love the outdoor. I love the great outdoors. Uh, if you've got a deck or a patio cover or a uh, fence uh, or just, you know, anything made out of wood for the outside of your home. A lot of screened in porches these days. That's kind of what mm. I've become more of a specialist in. Uh, give me a call directly at 901-921-7105 or you can go to my website, thorshomes.com and check out, you know, the some of the projects I do over there. And um, Alan, the other thing is, if you give me a call, uh, you may wind up, you know, I may be talking about you on the air. Uh, <laughs> I won't give names if you don't want me to. But uh, one example, Alan, is this giant, if, if you've been tuning in for the last few weeks, you know about this uh, this project I'm on that just doesn't end. She just keeps uh, giving me more work yep. to do over there. And she had this giant brick wall. I was wrong. It's actually like 180 feet long. I said it was it's, 150 feet long. I measured it the other day. It's that, that brick wall is the gift that keeps giving. It's causing drainage issues. Mm -hmm. It's causing, but I've got, I finally, and I told you how the top of this fence was open, Alan, I incorporated a, an idea that you and I discussed with, uh, with expanding foam. Mm -hmm. That mm -hmm. stuff's a lifesaver. It's good stuff. If you know what you're doing. Yeah. I started using that and uh, I don't know. I may p post pictures. I think she said, I, um, she's happy to let me post pictures. 
So awesome. that's one of the benefits or the downfalls, if you call me. You <laughs> <laughs> may wind up on the air. But, Alan, uh, a very interesting and wide-ranging show today. I, 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 I really enjoyed our phone, our phone calls. And uh, once again, we want to remind uh, you. If I like got the a, fact we got some pictures. If you got a bad homeowner's confession. Yeah. If you got a bad homeowner's confession, uh, call us at the Big M Roofing and Remodeling Hotline. Call or text your uh Confession, and we may read it on the air next week at 901-683-0989. But it's time to get out of here, Alan. Uh, we've done our duty. We can Alrighty. go kick back for a little while and, uh, you know, take it easy the rest of this Saturday. So uh, so on behalf of my buddy Alan Gilbreth and our pal Max behind the glass, I'm Joe Thorderson. Thanks for listening to Tool Talk Radio, and we'll see you next week. <laughs>